You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. And welcome to the 42 cast, your ultimate answer to fandom, geekiness, and everything. I've got a few updates on things that have been going on since the last time that I uh, monologued an intro. A Chicago TARDIS is coming up, and I'm lined up for several panels there. So if you're going to the con and you want to meet me in person, then uh, just check the schedule at Chicago TARDIS, and you'll be able to find my name and uh, just come down to any of the panels that I'm doing. I'd love to meet people who are listening to the show. Another fun little thing is that I have just gotten my first published work out there. Uh, It's part of a short story anthology. It's the Earth Station 1, Tales of the Station, Volume 2. The book was already available uh, prior to this uh, in a sort of first edition, but the second edition uh, has some corrections, and uh, it's available on Amazon.com. So if you want to check that out, you want to read my story, read the other stories from other uh, podcasters from the Earth Station 1 network, then that's the Earth Station 1 Tales of the Station Volume 2. Check that out on Amazon. One other thing that I wanted to mention is that ESO has partnered with T Public, uh, which is a website where uh, it lets you put designs on t-shirts, mugs, tote bags, all sorts of different things. So if you go to tpublic.com, and that's T spelled T-E-E, uh, so tpublic, all one word, uh, dot com, you can go there, you can see uh, all kinds of shirts with various designs uh, drawn by uh, contributors from the ESO network, uh, quite a few of the podcast designs are there, and of course the 42Cast logo is there, so uh, you can choose to put it on a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, tank top, they have all kinds of different options as far as sizes and the kinds of shirt you can also get it on mugs tote bags all kinds of things so if you just click on that one shirt uh that has the 42 cast logo it'll bring you to a page that at first it just shows the different shirt options but if you scroll down it shows all the various things all the different items that you can get the 42 cast logo on so i encourage you to make use of that all the revenue that's generated from that does go back to the network and uh, helps us with various operating costs and uh, you know just so that we can continue to bring you all of the different podcasts uh, on the ESO network. So I am doing uh, everything that I can to get us back onto schedule. I realize it might not seem that way uh, as every you know as we miss the odd week here or there, but 
that is still the goal so uh we're getting <laughs> we're getting through the backlog of episodes and uh we're going to get soon to some of the broader topics away from some of these tv show ones one thing that i've decided is that i'm not going to do a mid-year review this year of the various shows uh i think that any show that i determine i want to do a podcast on i'm just going to do it at the end of the season so uh that will free things up uh in the winter and spring to uh just do episodes on a variety of topics and then the summer will basically be the tv show review period and probably also put in some of the panels that i've been on at chicago tardis there's one uh from last year chicago tardis that i want to get up before the con uh but uh definitely want to get uh to the broader sort of topic base you know so it's not just a tv show podcast but all that being said this week's episode is a tv show episode podcast so uh we're going to join that episode already in progress so before we get started let's introduce ourselves to this week's guests so first up he is the video game aficionado he is the guy that loves heroes uh he always has a drink in his hand and that is james how are you doing james good good and so what are we drinking today Ah, yes. Uh, today, uh, much like the last time I did this, uh, a Glenfiddich, but a different one. This one is actually another one I bought at the Canadian border because it's the only place I can get it. And it is made, a, it's matured it's in specially reserved sherry casks and married in their unique Solera vat to create this exceptional deep and mellow whiskey. Um, it's just really smooth whiskey. I like it a lot. <laughs> are you reading that from a label or are you just coming up? Yeah, that? that's from the label. <laughs> I am not that creative. Okay. I really wish I was. Like my creativity would be like, it tastes good and I like it. And so that's about all I got. So I'm curious, why can you only get these drinks at the Canadian border? I don't know. They're like exclusive to the, the um, whatever the heck they call that. I, I don't even remember it's called um, at the border. But yeah, like it's exclusive only there. Like you can't pick it up anywhere else. And I only found this out because at one time I was at the airport coming back from uh, Pennsylvania. Hmm. And so they have uh, duty-free. That's what it is. Mm. A duty-free at the airport. And so I was like, oh, sweet. I'll just pick. I'll, I'll, I'll peruse the duty-free. So I go in there, and I, saw, I find the scotch, and I went to buy it. And they are like, uh, so are you traveling from another country? And I was like, no. I, I live here in, in the United States. I just want to buy the scotch. And they were like, ah, the way our duty free works, if you're traveling from another country, you can buy it. But if you live here in the United States, we can't sell it to you. I was like, but I want to give you money. This doesn't make sense to me. I'll give you whatever currency you want. I don't care. <laughs> and so with that, uh, me and my wife last year took a trip up into Canada because we live literally 15 minutes from the border. Mm. And so we uh, we went up there and happened to go to the duty free back on our way down. And uh, discovered that, yeah, they have all kinds of liquor that you can't get anywhere else in the States. Like, it's only exclusive at, like, a duty-free. And so uh, a couple of bottles of scotch and a whole bag of, like, weird Cadbury caramel things later. Um, and I was just floundered in happiness. 
<laughs> well, great. I, I'm still c- confused why you can't get it here, but okay. <laughs> I'm glad you can, yeah, you can get it. It's got to be some sort of weird import law or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, strange. So uh, it's only been a few days since you've recorded an episode with me, but has anything interesting happened since then? Um, no. I mean, I had an interview for uh, a job I'm really, really after, and I think I talked about that previously. But uh, yeah, I had the interview. Things went great. So uh, hopefully early next week I find out uh, if I stuck the landing on it and uh, got the job. So looking forward to that. All right. Yeah, no, I hope you get it. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. Bet. Um, next up. He is the man that you love to hate. He is the man that is always wrong with his opinions, but we love to have him anyway. And that is my nemesis, Ryan. How are you doing today, Ryan? You know, your hate just makes me stronger. Yeah, that's what you say, but I think you're trying a little too hard with that one. (laughs) Whatever, hate me, love me. Either way, you're still thinking about me, you know. (laughs) All right, now it's getting a little creepy here. (laughs) It always is. Uh, yeah, so I'm sitting here drinking this fine Diet Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> it, has it been, uh, you know? has it been, uh, created from the finest, uh, fructose, uh, available? <laughs> Quite possibly the highest fructose. Uh, <laughs> uh, vintage, vintage, like, bought at the store a few hours ago. Vintage Kroger, you know? <laughs> Oh, no, I'm having this weird idea of, like, corn beer. Probably Strange exists hole. somewhere. Oh. <laughs> yeah, pro- probably exists somewhere. But, <laughs> so, uh, anything... Uh, so, it's, it's only been about three days since you've been on, too, Ryan. So, uh, anything yep. interesting happened since then? Uh, not really. Just uh, work and sleep and TV, you know, which I guess, actually, that's a... Uh, that's really my life a lot of times, now that I think about it. That's kind of sad. Is there anything more to life? Uh, conventions. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I'll go yeah. along with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's what we live for. Everything else is just the moments in between. Yeah, and of course you get to go to Dragon Con this year. Which... That's right. Got my... Oh, I did I did actually finish that off. My hotel room is paid for. My plane ticket is paid for. So uh, all I've got to do is pay for food, but that right there will be a pretty penny too. So. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not joking when I say you need a second mortgage to go to Dragon Con. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I will. I the hotel thinks we have two people in our hotel room, and I'm not going to tell them that they're wrong. Wink, wink. Right. You know, but yeah, it's the only way to afford it. Right. Well, yeah. My problem is I have four people. That's just my family. So uh, yeah, getting a hotel yeah. room that's pretty much filled right then with the four of us. Well. It's tell them to get jobs. Okay? <laughs> yes, I'll tell my ten-year-old and my six-year-old to get jobs. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, well, oh, I can always Thank send you. them off to Mars because you know apparently there's a secret sweatshop on yeah, Mars. There you go. <laughs> I still can't believe that. that killer. I still can't believe that NASA felt the need to actually debunk that one because I'm like, really? <laughs> I think that one's kind of self-evident, but. Because America. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, well, you know, July 4th, I'm sure you saw the, the whole NPR Twitter fiasco. Oh, yeah. So. Yes, I did. That's a whole, that's a whole different problem. <laughs> I, they're similarly related about people, whether it be you know, slaves on Mars or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh, well. On that note... <laughs> It's it's great to have you back, Ryan. 
it's good to be back. <laughs> All right, and finally, we have another new member for the 42 cast. He hails from a more frozen wasteland than I do. He is someone that knows a lot about Sony Chiba. He can talk in nothing but Star Wars quotes. That is my friend, Anthony. How are you doing, Anthony? I am fantastic. Just fantastic. Oh, great. Uh, so since this is your first time on the show, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a master of napping. I really enjoy to drink beer. I'm really into the heavy metals and the horrors. Uh, you know, random nerdy stuff, video games, reading, comics, etc., etc. I'm still holding out hope for a Lobo or Moon Knight adaptation at some point. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm Canadian. <laughs> yes, yes you are. What? <laughs> And I met you on a business what? trip one time, and you introduced me to Shadow Warriors, for which I will be forever grateful. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And which we actually sat there drinking Dr. Pepper and quoting Star Wars nonstop. Right. Because surprisingly, there is a lot of there are a lot of appropriate Star Wars references you can wa you can make while watching a show set in feudal Japan. <laughs> Who'd have thought, George Lucas? <laughs> right. Oh, that was so fun. It's <laughs> it's great to have you on the show, Anthony. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I hope I don't tank your ratings. Okay. <laughs> if Ryan hasn't done it already, you're not going to do anything, Anthony. <laughs> did, hey, did you also promise him 10 bucks to come on the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, I had to pay him 10 bucks to let me back on. <laughs> I didn't get anything. I feel left out. <laughs> Go sit in the corner. <laughs> Anthony's trying to pick up your troll mantle, Ryan. <laughs> oh man, it's not going to be hard. <laughs> you know, there's there's enough trolling to go around. <laughs> I can't remember what it was you posted at some point, but you caused some stir, Ryan. And I remember saying, "Hey, I found a photo of Ryan," and I posted a picture of a treasure troll <laughs> on nice. Facebook. This is like a couple of years ago, but it's always stuck with me. Last known photo of Ryan. Right, yeah, exactly. You know, this sounds like a typical Tuesday. Right. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been anywhere near as controversial lately as uh, as you used to be. Yeah, I'm trying to cut back. It's just, I don't know, it's not a health thing so much as just a who's got the time for it. Mm. No, yeah. I can totally get that. It's, it, it's that you have to be involved to, to troll, to do it right. right. <laughs> yeah. All right. And yet here I am on Facebook posting pictures of Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now we're gonna, <laughs> with Hitler's name mentioned, that means the conversation is over and moving right along. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So James and Ryan know what time it is now. It's time for five questions. Yay! For those of you just joining us, and for uh, Anthony possibly, um, five questions is just something that we do to loosen up before we discuss the topic. Uh, I have five questions that I asked. They're usually random, but lately I've been doing targeted ones for these television episodes. So it's going to be five questions about Arrow. So uh, they'll only have two possible answers to keep us from going too far afield, hopefully. Thank you for cursing the podcast, Jennifer. And, <laughs> and uh, <Yeah. laughs> so let's go, um, James, then Anthony, then Ryan. So first question, better villain this season, Vigilante or Prometheus? Oh, hmm. That's a good question. I do like that. I'm going to say Vigilante. And the only reason I'm saying that 
it's because I like we still don't know who the hell he is mm. uh, or what his like ultimate purpose slash goal is. So he's still shrouded in mystery, which keeps me invested. Okay. Can I just say neither? <laughs> <laughs> no, you've got to pick one. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, it, I really just kind of hate both of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would say I probably hate Vigilante less. All right. I, I really do hate Prometheus <laughs> so much. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, quite possibly for entirely different reasons, uh, but I'm going to say better villain is Prometheus because at least he is a villain. Vigilante is just kind of, um, I don't know, wannabe Punisher or something like that, you know? Uh, there's more there, obviously, but uh, Prometheus was out to do bad for bad's sake. Okay. I see how you're going with that. But not breaking bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, maybe he had cancer, maybe he didn't, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe some daddy issues. <laughs> Uh, for me, it uh, is Vigilante. I thought Vigilante was more interesting even before we found out who Prometheus is, but ever since the Prometheus reveal, which I found pretty disappointing, I have been very curious about who Vigilante is, why he's doing what he's doing, and uh, the showrunners have said it's someone that we've seen before, which makes me even more intrigued, so uh, I'm looking forward to that reveal next season. It's Roy. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I thought about that, but it doesn't make sense for why he was gunning for Oliver earlier this season if it was Roy. Until then, I would have said Roy, but I, I don't think it is. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and find out, but it's totally Roy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But then again, he's also taller than Roy. So. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, lifts, you know. <laughs> he lifts, bro. He lifts. It's one Roy riding another Roy. <laughs> yeah. And when Prometheus wears his mask, he's got Michael Dorn's voice, so, you know, don't try and figure it out. But he's never been credited. Empire. I kept on trying to find if there was a credit for Michael Dorn, and there's no credit for Michael Dorn, so I'm still... I'm, I still don't know if it was a sound-alike or if it really was Michael Dorn, but it sure did sound like him. Sure did, yeah. And I'm saying it is until I hear different. All right, second question. Person you were happier to see in the finale, Merlin or Slade? Oh, Slade. Hands down, Slade. Oh my god. Like, I I just, I, I like the character. I also like Manu Bennett. Like, I got a little bit of a man crush on that guy. So, uh, yeah, no, I loved Slade, and I was so stoked after seeing him. I'm just going to have to echo that. I mean, Manu Bennett is just phenomenal. Really, he's the highlight of every episode he's in. Like, what more could you say? It's, it's Slade, it's Deathstroke, it's Manu Bennett. Yeah, I, you know, if we hadn't seen Merlin in three seasons, I might think different. But uh, he's he's on Legends, he's singing on Air, on Flash. So it's definitely Slade, hands down. Yeah. Both hands. <laughs> Merlin can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I was very happy to see. You know, Deathstroke can almost see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I was very happy to see Slade this time as well. He's back to pretty much his his old self. Um, I, I've enjoyed him since the flashback sequences when he was the mentor. I loved him as the villain, and he got to play a little bit of both this time, He and it was uh, pretty awesome. Uh, and like James, I think I have a little bit of a man crush on Manu Bennett, so there's that too. Alright, so third question. Love of Oliver's life, Felicity or Laurel? Uh, I <laughs> Uh, um, damn it. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I have, I have a lot of reasons. Um, 
Yes. If I gotta pick the lesser, I guess... I guess I'll say Felicity. Yeah. Okay. I don't really... I won't, I won't delve down the rabbit hole for my reasons. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna have to put you on the couch Allow at some me. point. <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, again, I'd like to say neither, but I guess that's not an option here. Uh, I'm just gonna say Felicity. Uh, she's the more attractive of the two. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely Laurel, because uh, I freaking... I'm cleaning that up for you, Nathan. I freaking uh, hate... Uh, Olicity. It's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> Alright, so in a rare occasion, I agree with Ryan. I cannot stand Olicity. Um, well, uh, Anthony makes a good point that Felicity is more attractive. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I liked Laurel better as a character, um, and I was sad to see her die, especially with what they were doing with her in the third season. That was one of the bright spots of the third season for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, I... I, I preferred her with all of her way to Felicity, who I find incredibly annoying uh, every time she opens her mouth. So, yeah, I'll go floral. Alright, fourth question. Black Siren, bad idea or give me all the goth? Uh, for me, I, like, I, I think it's a bad idea. I just do. Like, I don't, I don't like it. All right. <laughs> I, I could see what they were going for, but it could have been done better. I don't know. Might just be that I hate her face. <laughs> wow. Alright, hopefully Katie Cassidy never listens to this. Wow. I'm not even sorry, Katie. <laughs> it's okay, she was mean to me at Dragon yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, Ryan. Uh, well, two things. One, Katie, if you're listening, I got your back, girl. Um, two, I think that whole I see where they were going for quote could just describe the entire series so i'm going to have to again disagree here and say what was it give me all the yeah. goth was that the second yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna well I, yeah. I will say she has never been more attractive <laughs> are you really saying well, anything though uh, you know I, i've read different things about this like how she's a bit of a, a method actor and how you know during her addiction phase that she lost weight on purpose and everything but this past season I don't know if it's what's going on in her real life or what but it seems like she's found she looks healthier and I, I know we're getting into a uh, gray area and there are no women on this podcast so I feel I should shut up now <laughs> um. <laughs> well that was the weird thing to me I mean just to go a little bit off on the tangent was that I thought she was really cute in the first season and then when they did the second yeah. season she had the whole drug problem thing it looked like she was on drugs, so I completely agree with you, because, yeah, she lost a ton of weight, she looked very, what's the word, sallow, like when your skin is all stretched and you got the dark circles and everything, it was it was not a good look, but um, but then again, I'm, I, I'm predisposed to like women who wear all black and, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think she looks really hot this season, but actually, I think it's a bad idea, though. I think they shouldn't have killed off Laurel in the first place, and I feel like bringing in the Earth 2... If they were going to bring in the Earth 2 doppelganger as a regular, I'm just kind of like, eh. I, I, again, I get what they're doing with the whole Oliver wants to save her and everything, but I just don't know. I, I feel like it's been done, you know. They're kind of yeah. doing something similar on Flash with killer frost and i don't know i'm just kind of 
it, but it gets. I think it, also part of it is at least it gives her a meta ability, whereas before it was just kind of. Oh look here, Cisco built this for you. A speaker, well, you know, well, it, my it just... problem with that was it seems like they were very hesitant to ever allow there to be any metas who weren't created by the original particle accelerator. There's only been like one or two in all the different shows. Otherwise, metas are only from that first time the particle accelerator exploded in the Flash. Um, and I feel yeah. like they should they should have just had some accident or something where Laurel got hit with something and she got the sonic scream. But oh well. Yeah. yeah, I but yeah, I, I think it's a bad idea. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see because she's a regular again now. Fifth question: Ragman can't believe he's gone, or don't let the door hit you on the way out. For me, honestly, it's a can't believe he's gone. I I started to really enjoy the character. Like initially, I was one of the like I was just like I don't I don't know like really Ragman <laughs> like <come laughs> really. Um, cause like, I think my initial reaction was just like, why do they not have Cisco here to name right. people? Cause this is just <laughs> terrible. Um, but yeah, like by, like towards the end of his run, I really started to like the character. I was just like, you know, out of all of them, for me, this guy is like, he's righteous. He's got the right idea. Like he's got, he's got powers that actually like are super useful like in a number of ways like i love this and then yeah he was gone and i was like what really like come on like you guys could have got rid of anybody else really anybody else and i'd have been okay with that oh okay yeah yeah i was really starting to enjoy the character there old ragtime timmy <laughs> but i, I was, was kind of sad to see him go <laughs> ragtime timmy oh my god I mean, I'm not Cisco, but I, I can do it. <laughs> I liked Rory, but actual Ragman, I, 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 it kind of seemed like he was all powerful when he was first, in, not all powerful, but more powerful when he was first introduced. And then it just, after that, it he really should have been the star of the team, frankly, with his abilities. And I couldn't understand a word he was saying as Ragman. I'd always have to turn on closed <laughs> captioning to figure out what was going on there uh so i miss rory and uh, yeah that's that's where i'll leave it <laughs> yeah i see it's interesting because i i'm kind of on the opposite end from james I, I felt like he was kind of superfluous i felt like they had too many new characters and um i would rather have you know they're not going to get rid of curtis because now that felicity's become like a bigger character they need somebody to be sort of the I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's the he's the new Felicity, right? So, uh, and I really like Renee. Um, I I thought that he got a lot of really good development this season. So, so yeah, for me, it was like I, I was okay with Ragman leaving. Um, and like Ryan, I don't understand what he says. And <laughs> and, and you're right though, because uh, you know that first episode where they introduce him, he's like running circles around Team Arrow. Yeah, and he every, once he joined Team Arrow, he like started to suck really badly, really quick. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess that says a lot about Oliver's training. Uh, but. Well, you can't overshadow her, right? <laughs> you know, I think he would have made a great addition to Legends. Huh? Well, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? They they might. Have been... It seems like the Legends writing crew like does like one of those like uh, little kid like paper flower things and like whatever like choices they make it's like this is the next story so you know oh. <laughs> except you know 
three out of the four things says nothing happens this episode. <laughs> yeah, so you never got past season one. It actually has improved quite a bit. I only got like halfway through season <laughs> right. one. And I understand why you feel that way with that, because yeah, season one was... It was bad. But we already talked about that, so... Um, so yeah, that's another five questions successfully completed. Woohoo! Alright. <laughs> So before we tackle our topic for this week, let's pause for a moment to listen to this promo from another fine podcast. Previously on Podcast Roll. Glomer is one of the most underrated cartoon characters of all time. Some call Glomer the Jar Jar of the PBU, you know. <laughs> I haven't stepped foot inside of a subway since, really. And neither is Jared. <laughs> You're over at my home every every week. Is there a meth lab here? Not a big one. I choose him, the one called Kirk. <laughs> I'm freaking James D. Kirk. <laughs> Find out more about Podcast Roll now on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. And don't forget AdamandJP.com and the ESO Network. My name is Oliver Queen. After five years in hell, I returned home with only one goal to save my city. Today, I fight that war on two fronts. By day, I lead Star City as its mayor. But by night, I am someone else. I am something else. I am the Green Arrow. And we're back. And like I said at the top of the show, this week we're talking about Arrow. And uh, we left off when we were talking at the mid-season about the reveal of... Prometheus's identity, sort of, kind of, where they gave the flashback and they explained that he was the son of someone that Oliver killed way back in the first season. And I said at that time that that has to be bogus because it was stupid and lame. And <laughs> hopefully we find out it was all misdirection and that there was going to be some other reveal later on. Like, this is who Prometheus really is. And Guess that what? didn't happen. <laughs> How disappointed you were. So, yeah, um, did anyone really think that the reveal that it was Chase all along and he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those nosy kids, uh, does anyone think that that was good? Oh, my God. I don't know. That's a loaded leading question. (laughs) Well, Ryan, you don't mind telling me that I'm wrong. Do you disagree with it? Uh, I... I disagree. I agree with half of it and All disagree right, well, with half of it. I agree that everyone saw that it was Chase, uh, this new character who seems just too perfect and good to be true, and you know. But I disagree that it was you know necessarily a bad thing or that didn't work. I thought it did work. See, I thought Chase might be vigilante because I, I don't know. I felt like with <laughs> how work. personal Prometheus was, it should have been someone that we actually recognized from the show. I didn't think that it should be a new character that they just introduced this season. I wanted Prometheus to be either Roy, or Tommy wasn't really dead, or something, to explain just the depth of why this is so personal for him. Just some guy who's upset that Oliver killed his dad way back when, to me, wasn't really that strong. Now, I felt that a lot of the things that he did and the places that he made Oliver go were really great. And I thought that this season was overall a step up from the last two. But I felt like his the weakest part was that the reveal that it was Chase. 
Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing that it was predictable that it was Chase, but I, I, I think that short of them having planned, you know, season five back in season one, there's no real way they could have done it unless they did totally rechange, you know, when it, Roy or or bring Tommy back. And both of those, there are other problems with doing that. I, Tommy needs to stay dead because, frankly, he's the only one who has, <laughs> and also the actors on another series, and also because it just lends so much emotional power to that death to that friendship that one still gets me when i when i get it in reruns um and as far as uh roy uh, the uh, the problem with it being at him is that it just it would ring it wouldn't ring true what's his sudden motivation for for turning like on this like in such a way to go after the entire team to to bring arrow down team arrow down completely psychologically in every sense. I just, no, I could see him maybe getting mad at Ollie and going straight after Ollie, but not that methodically, not that. Well, no, I, someone like that, someone that we actually knew from a previous season, I was just throwing names out, but I, I really like the idea of Tommy and that Merlin had used the Lazarus pit on him. And I, I even thought it would have given motivation for why Merlin was so against them using the Lazarus pit because he saw what it did to Tommy you know, and was like, no, 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 you don't want to do this because it will really, you'll get the person back, but they won't really be back on the inside. Um, and I thought that would have been like a cool, you know, way to, way to do it. But I don't know. I, I, I just didn't care at all about Chase. So when the fact <laughs> was when they revealed it, it was like, I, I don't care because I don't care about him. So, meh. He could have been anybody. They they didn't even need to make it somebody that was in City Hall because if it had just been some guy that's like, oh, it's this guy, the emotional impact would have been the same. I think the only advantage to making it someone who was in City Hall was that you just got to see how fooled Ollie was Man. and you got to see just how close he could get. I mean, the only other one that might have worked better and obviously it didn't happen because they cut him off was... um. Ritter was uh, Felicity's boyfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that actually could have yeah, worked pretty but well. But then they killed him off at the mid-season. But yeah, I was I was suspecting him up until they killed him off. And then I was like, oh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Lazarus bet, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or time remnant, whatever. Oh, you know? <laughs> Remember, the more you screw with time, the less the rules apply. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still annoyed by that middle finger flash gave to everybody, but that's okay. <laughs> it did it again, Mary. <laughs> so anyway, overall, I, I kind of like Prome- the idea of Prometheus, and especially the way that he really went after everybody in a way that you know really mattered, and the torture with Oliver and all of that. I thought that was all good, Ooh. meaty stuff. Um, I mean, what did you guys think of that? It was pretty decent, I guess. I mean, I guess he had his motivations. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact, because I mean, honestly, it's something that you don't normally see. A lot of these shows to sort of gloss over when the hero does something less than savory. Yeah. But, you know, he made Oliver actually confront the fact that he is a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like that, you know, something Oliver did like five seasons ago just comes back to bite him. <laughs> Yeah, like hard. It's consequences. It's it adds it returns that darkness and that realism to the show. That there are consequences for the decisions we make, and that he can't go around just breaking the law and deciding who gets to live or die without having it come back and bite you in the butt. Well, and I like the fact that it made him confront the fact that 
on some level, he enjoyed doing it. Yeah. You know, and that's one of those weird dichotomies, because while I don't believe that Oliver is someone that wants to go around just slaughtering everybody, I'm sure when you're that powerful and that capable, you do kind of get off on it. You know, even when you're doing something horrible. And so, you know, I mean, he had to deal with that, and the fact that, you know, on some level it was enjoyable. I like that they explored that with the torture scene, and, and that was a great episode. I didn't like the way they kind of just kept rubbing it in the face in the flashbacks for the rest of the season. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's always like, you're just doing this because you want to. No, I'm not. It's, a, it's the hood. You know, <laughs> We get it. We saw the episode. Well, I mean, the flashbacks kind of lost their point at the end of the second season. And they've, oh, just been kinda, they ever. <laughs> they've just been kind of doing it just to fill the format. Um, and I'm glad that it's done now. <laughs> yeah, but I am. I will always anything that gets me more uh, David Nickel. I'm fine with. Mm. Well, I did like also the the cameo that Moira got at the end. Yeah, sort of a bring everything full circle. Although I would have I would have preferred a cameo for Tommy since he didn't get one earlier in the season, but Moira did already. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's on a, he's on a popular primetime series. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it time. About a thirty Barry second. Barry Allen scene. can mess up the timeline and fix that. <laughs> what yeah. I mean, could. Yeah, I'm just talking about a thirty it's, it's second. A cameo. He's going to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, originally Tommy lived. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that would have been, see that. All right, I'm gonna go off a little bit, but you know, in the crossover, when everybody was pissed at Barry, if something like that came out. That would have actually given some real reasons for why, like, everybody's mad at him. As it's like, oh, Tommy's not here? <laughs> Something like that. And Oliver's like, what? What did you do? You know. Yeah. Barry Allen, you have failed this city. Again. <laughs> I just really want to see Oliver, like, just roll up a newspaper and just smack Barry on the nose. <laughs> no. No, Barry. Bad. Well, since the the Flash (laughs) has sort of revealed that, you know, the slower the weapon, the less ability he has to dodge it. (laughs) Because he dodges bullets left and right, but, you know, little blow darts hit him all the time. So I'm sure a rolled newspaper would be no problem. It'll just smack him upside the head. (laughs) He wouldn't know what to do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, he already dodged out of the way of it, but it was so quick that, you know, then he went back to his starting place and, oh, then it hit him. Yeah. Oh, and just just to make it all the sweeter, it'll be a, a paper with a story written by Iris. Oh, snap. <laughs> or that Barry changes the timeline so there's no more newspapers. <laughs> he just goes back in time and destroys the printing press. forever. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like that Simpsons Halloween episode where Homer goes back in time and he kind of tries to keep doing it to like fix it, and every time he goes back to fix it, he makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to destroy the cotton ginny next. <laughs> Who needs penicillin? <laughs> I think for me, at least, for Chase, it was the things that happened in the show because of him that were... He was all plot and no character for me. Um, I didn't. I couldn't care less about Chase, and I didn't really think that he was all that interesting, except he made interesting things happen. I See, I think he became interesting after the reveal. After he dropped the mask, and he had nothing but contempt for Ali, and it was clear there, there was some that sort of 
just hatred takes a real acting chops to do. Yeah, but I mean, it was very one note. I'm not saying that he didn't perform what he was given well. Oh, uh, okay. I just felt like he was a very one note character. Uh, well, cue Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, come on, you know, one note, isn't that, well, that was Ollie during season one as well. He's going to save the city. Nothing else matters. Yeah, I didn't really care about Ollie in the first season. I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really like him until the second season. <laughs> and Evelyn, and I'll pronounce it that way, Evelyn is yes. also incredibly uh-huh. lame. I, I don't even know why the character is still there. Well, she might not be anymore, I guess. She could have been vaporized, yeah. but <laughs> right. hopefully. But, um, yeah, I... She was the least interesting of the new recruits. And then when she went over to chase the side, and I knew she was playing Ollie in that torture episode. Like, yeah. as soon as they, I was like, it's all an act, you know? And so when she got up, it, it didn't really change anything for me, or I didn't really feel like, oh, wow. But yeah, I don't know. Does anybody like Evelyn? No, I mean, like for me with that character, what would have made her more way more way more compelling is if they had followed like what uh young justice did with the character where you know she was you know she was the daughter of like two villains mm-hmm. with a sister who was a villain but she was like trying to be a good guy kind of thing like that would have been so much more compelling if that had been like her backstory but like they just saddled this odd character with like her dead pa- you know like a dead parent's background because you know that hasn't been done enough. <laughs> um, and then, oh, it's like a kindred spirit to Ollie, and he could teach her how to shoot a bow like he does. Like, it was just, it it was so depthless for me with that character. I was just like, I, I'm on the same page. Like, what's the point? Why is she here? Like, she's not serving any real purpose. They didn't do any real character development with her. And in the moments that she showed up, it was so completely unnecessary. Like, Adrian could have gotten the same results in torturing Ollie without her there yeah i mean i have a problem with the fact that they made her so bland in the when she was one of the recruits i mean wouldn't have been better even if they were going to do what they did to have her actually be really interesting and likable and so then when the turn comes it's like you know like a sucker punch but instead my wife my wife kept telling me she is the least interesting character like on this entire show uh you know she said that well before their turn and then she turns and it's like oh well (laughs) <laughs> yeah who cares yeah evelyn's out uh. yeah i won't i won't defend the character they didn't do anything particularly original with her but my wife did say that if she survives she needs to go off with nissa and become like nissa's disciple and then mm. maybe she could become interesting that's true there's potential there i think but it won't happen <laughs> uh, but i don't know i mean they've already waffled on because she was at the end of season four after laurel died she was supposed to be the new black canary remember and then you know they brought her back this season instead of being black canary we're gonna make you artemis instead and it's like because we decided we want a different new black canary (laughs) (laughs) and that's been another one of the annoying things you know we talked about a little bit with the five questions but you know okay so they decided that they need a new black canary that's all well and good you know i at least understand the idea of what they're trying to do there and then they also give us Black Siren. And it feels like they're just doubling down on the same idea. Like, how many replacement canaries do we need? Because remember, Black Canary herself was a replacement for the Sarah Lance Canary. So it's like, how many do we need? I will, just to jump in and finish it up with Artemis, Though I will say that 
I think they changed her from replacement canary to uh, Artemis simply because since the comic lore says ultimately Ollie ends up with Canary, that it was just too weird. That was going places that uh, no one wanted. <laughs> I don't know. They seem to be setting up something between the new Black Canary and Diggle, and I yeah. find that incredibly weird. I, I, I felt really uncomfortable in that scene when they're in the car together and they're talking and Diggle's getting really personal, and I'm like... They're always training together and everything, yeah. Yeah. I, I picked up on that too, yeah. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. But I like I like the new Black Canary just fine. And I even got, like, with her whole darkness and how she wanted to kill her uh, ex-partner's uh, killer and all of that, like, I was like, okay, I can see this person ending up with Ollie. But then they also seem to be going back to Olicity, which ruins that whole idea, and I don't, I don't even know what they're doing anymore. It's, it's like they're, they're kind of, it's like they're trying to do too many things at once. That, that's been a problem for a while, though. <laughs> too many things. Yeah. Well, and for me, like I felt like that was the most prevalent issue with this season for me was like there was just there was no specific direction beyond like I mean we understood like the beginning, the middle, and the end was ultimately like. Oliver's whole like coming to grips and 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 everything with his own murderous intention from his past and everything and acknowledging it owning it and growing from it but all the in-between stuff like there was just so much stuff all over the place like we never got like really solid development on any one particular character because it just kept going everywhere well there's a side plot to every side plot and there's a side plot to that side plot I was very disappointed with Felicity's story and I realized that a lot of people love Felicity I've kind of never really liked her I thought she was okay in season one but the larger her character has become it seems like I've liked her less and less and I especially don't see her and Oliver together which is why I've really hated the whole Felicity stuff but you know they seem to be really strongly pushing her in the villain direction you know, everyone's been telling her, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. It's a bad idea. It's slippery slope. You know, bad things are going to happen. And she just keeps going. And, well, and that in itself was kind of weird because every time she went to justify it, she was like, well, my fiancé was murdered. But then any other time, she doesn't even bring him up. <laughs> so she's in a dark place. Yeah, like you said, you know, her fiancé died. I mean, she's seen Ollie go to the dark side so many times and come back in no small part because of her. So I I don't think they're going to take her full on dark. I think it was just an attempt to explore the character. I remember her flashback episodes do show, you know, goth Felicity. So she's, she's been there before she's teased it before. So yeah, I think this is just a way to try and make the character interesting in a way because i but didn't really develop her any because at the end of the day she just resets back to where she was and that's what i really felt like because that actually went on for three or four episodes also it showed how awful she is as their it person because she just puts (laughs) a drive into the computer without checking beforehand you know like on something that isn't networked you know like hey does this have a bike yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) i was like really felicity but anyway <laughs> but uh I don't know. I felt like they were really going to do something with it, and instead it just seems like a setup for the villain for next season or something because you know they got that guy out yeah. that Helix wanted out. And so that's probably going to come up next year. You think? 
<laughs> yeah. So, uh, but then Felicity gets to just basically be like, oh, now I realize why you tell me not to do the thing. Okay, I'm not going to do the thing anymore. You know? <laughs> like, Grab that rolled up newspaper again. Uh, Some people have to learn the hard way. I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They did it. They did it with Diggle last season. He, you know, went uh, a little. He he went a little bit towards the dark end after his brother. So yeah, yeah. I, but but I felt like no. But I felt like that actually had some consequences. The full first half of this season, Diggle was dealing with the fallout of that event. So that was okay. You know, I mean, as it was, he couldn't return home for most of the time, and. You know, I mean, there there was a lot of consequence from that. So I I, I like the Diggle stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, there's some great depth to that at least. Also, we got to see Deadshot again. So yeah. <laughs> even if he was a fantasy in his mind, <laughs> it counts. <laughs> what about um, Talia? Yeah, I mean, Talia, <laughs> Talia for me was just uh, again like an, another another character that. I got excited for the initial introduction because because uh, I've been wondering about that since they very first introduced Nissa, and I was like, mm. but but what about Talia? What about Batman's secret girlfriend who he has a love child with? Where is she? And like there was just never really a mention of her. Like it was never brought up, and I was just like, so in what the Arrow universe? Like Nissa's the replacement? Like she just doesn't exist at all? Like so it was always a question. And so when they announced like her her coming into the scene, I was I was stoked, and it was kind of cool to see her in the flashback as like that which introduced Oliver to this dark persona which ended up just being really lame um i was like oh okay cool and then we just stopped seeing her like we see her for all of a few like like a handful of episodes and then we don't see her until like the very end and i was just like that's all you did with the character like that's it there's so much more like there's so many possibilities you could have brought in Batman. What the hell? Come on. <laughs> they did. He has a bow. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I I have to say, I mean, I because I was 12 when Batman the Animated Series started, and that is my prime means of, of knowledge of the DC Universe is the, the Batman Animated Series that went through and then through Superman, Justice League, and all that. I have a, a really strong thing for Talia. Because she was, you know, super hot. And uh, so <laughs> I was happy for Talia to appear on the show. But I felt like we kind of got the Diet Coke of Talia. She was kind of one note also. And, you know, I get it. I mean, she was trying to get revenge for her father's death. And uh, kind of went back to consequences again. Because we brought up season three. Which, you know, they never really need to bring up again. But, you know, they did. <laughs> 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 For those of you keeping score at home, season three to me is the worst of the Arrow seasons. You know, but I didn't really feel like she was really all that interesting. I mean, if anything, I was more excited that having Talia show up meant that Nyssa got to come back. And yeah. really loved the interaction between Nyssa and Merlin. <laughs> you know, I, I thought that that was a lot of fun. And I even predicted that. I was like, oh, since Chase is in league with uh, Talia, that means Nissa ought to come back to defend her husband. Because I do still think that's really cute, that she's like, even though it was a sham marriage, she still refers to him as her yeah. husband. And it's like, <laughs> so, yeah. Side note there, if anyone hasn't uh, checked out uh, following John Berman or whatever, but he posted a bunch of uh, just 
hilarious little videos of filming with the actress that, uh, Katrina Law, where he was just mean to her, like stealing her cupcakes and knocking food <laughs> out of her hand. <laughs> just, you know, they were hilarious. You know? So you should check those out. But um, for Talia, I feel like, I, I don't know, anyone who's watched genre you know, since the 90s recognizes uh, Alexa Doig. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, so I apologize. <laughs> um, so I, I just feel like unless they're setting her up for next season, she was completely underutilized. I agree with that. I don't think what they did with her was necessarily wrong. It just feels incomplete. Yeah, she didn't get a lot of screen time. Yeah. No, she really didn't. We got a little bit in the flashbacks, then a little bit when he goes to uh, that mountain from Batman Begins. <laughs> talks to her. And then it's just kind of like a few minutes in the last few episodes, and that's it. So I, I was disappointed with that. We uh, we also got the recruits this season. What do you guys feel about, because I know we were talking about Ragman before, what do you guys think of Renee? I well, hate him. Okay. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, James is throwing down the gauntlet. <laughs> All right, I you got to admit, just, though. You got to admit, just, though. When uh, when Oliver was like, "I like the mask," to his Casey Jones mask, you got you had to like that. Yeah. <laughs> didn't I just oh. didn't? I, oh. <laughs> there's there's so much about this character. I just I don't know. Like I I can't get into him. Like the fact that for so long time, like there's the whole a there's the whole idea of like the whole guns thing, which I I've never been a big fan of. Like even pre- previous seasons where somebody's just like. I thought you said you couldn't use guns, and he was just like, I never said I couldn't use guns. I just don't really like to use guns. And I was just like, whatever, lame. Like, I, I, I just don't feel like uh, that there's, you know, that much skill in it as far as, like, the fact that he has this, you know, military background, things like that. Like, I guess I kind of get why guns are his background, but like, it just felt, I don't know, I felt depthless. Like, there's a whole conversation where he, he that he has with uh, the new canary, or new black canary, that you know he's really like i don't like metas and then within like 10 minutes he's just like all right i'm kind of good with some metas and i was like how is that so quickly resolved like how are you just like ah down with them i don't like them i don't you know i got guns and i don't like people who have powers (laughs) i don't trust them and then you just jump to like we're good now like i don't i i just didn't get it i like I didn't like the him and Ha with like his whole custody thing. Like I want to be a you know I, I want my daughter to have the best and getting talked into it with Quentin and being like okay yeah you're right and then just totally like falling out of it and like kind of the back and forth there. Like I just I don't know I didn't like the fact that the character is kind of he, he's he's never one specific direction. Like he'll jump from one direction to the other. And then back again, and just is really indecisive and bothered the hell out of me the whole time. Well, he is a messed up person. <laughs> I mean, did you did you get anything from the episode where they showed his past and and why he is where he is now? That I mean, okay, so admittedly, yeah, that episode is probably the best character development in the whole season with him because yeah. I was just like, okay, sure, like a tragic background, like his his. His significant other, like, w- was was she his wife? Yeah, it was his okay. wife. Okay, so so I was just like, okay, like she had a drug problem, and he was really fighting against that, and he himself had like just like come from, you know, kind of you know being being you know discharged from the military and like that whole thing and trying to provide like a life and a living for his family and that struggle um you know the tragedy that happens with his wife and you know his daughter being witness to it and 
and every like I loved all of that. I was like, this is this is good. This is rich, and that was it. Like I, there was just nothing more after that. I was like, really? Like we're just like that's the most we're gonna give this guy, huh? Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Rebuttal from anyone? <laughs> yeah. I just want to go back to the guns here. Why guns? What was he planning to do? <laughs> In a world where a guy can run around with a bow and arrow, why use guns? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what, what the crap? Uh, well, you know, I like, mean, I think... Everyone else has, like, something cool, at least. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I agree with that on one level, but at the same time, I mean, guns are infinitely more practical. Than practical, yes, but you're supposed to be heroes. You're not out there to kill anyone. Why right. use a gun? No, I, so, I, like are you using like rubber bullets in this the, thing? The Punisher is really popular. That's all I can say. <laughs> no, the Punisher is out to kill people, though. Right. Well, never mind Punisher, but. I don't understand the the gun complaint. I mean, I, I guess I kind of do, but it seems like we make this exemption for Diggle. He's been using guns. Oh, I was going to get to Diggle. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, at least Diggle has a sweet helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. that they've gotten away from giving him the Magneto helmet, I, I prefer his new <laughs> right. helmet. Yes. But he's been using guns, and and we yeah, don't have yes. a problem with it. Yeah, but that's the thing is like even when Diggle loses a gun though, he can hold his ha- own in hand-to-hand combat. They didn't show a lot of instances of Renee doing really successful work in hand-to-hand combat. No, but not I- at all. The only issue I had with Renee using guns is in the episode where they find out that Oliver was also the Arrow, you know, or the Vigilante. Wait, he is. Well, you know, because now he's the green arrow, right? Because supposedly the arrow yeah. died. And so when they find out that Oliver was also the arrow, and it's like, you mean you killed people? I'm like, dude, you run around with guns. What do you think you're doing? Because, <laughs> no, I don't think he's just shooting to wound. I think he's killing people as they go around. So, yeah, I, I, I thought that that was a little much coming from him. Uh, you know, that sort of false, uh, um, what's the word? You know what I mean. Outrage, yes. <laughs> Outrage, yeah. Indignation, that was the word. Yes, thank you. Well, yeah, you're, but you're assuming that he hits targets. I mean. right, that's true. <laughs> I, I, was, I was at the Imperial Academy, Haas. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of moments that Renee's firing at things with those automatic pistols, and I just see a lot of ricocheting on everything around people. And I'm like, I mean, I know there's a reason you're using a lot of bullets, but you could just save ammo if you improved your accuracy. At that point, just stick out your finger and say pew pew. <laughs> I will defend the character of Renee. I just think from the very beginning of the season, through his arc with Tobias, where he got his butt kicked, uh, through his friendship with Quentin, I do think that he's had the most character development and growth of anyone in the show this season. And yeah, I do think he's a, a love or leave him type. He either he either works for you or he doesn't. Um, but I don't know. There's something about him that. I hated him at first, but now I'm totally Team Renee. Yeah, he grew on me too. And I mean, I think that that episode where they showed his background is a really strong part of it. I even get why he wouldn't want to actually have custody of his kid. Because, I mean, basically like what I said to my wife was, if he gets custody custody of his daughter back, he can't do what he's doing anymore. Yeah. Because that would be really irresponsible to go around, you know, being criminals when he's a single parent. I was kind of praying for that instance. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, that's fine as long as he, he realizes that. I'm just saying, though, that I, I got why he would allow his daughter to be raised by others. 
um, with with the background that he has. It's the single parent bit. So being in a relationship with one parent being the head of Argus is totally fine. Raising a kid. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey, they have like they have like agents that can be babysitters. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Great, great daycare there. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, that's the Argus daycare. Yeah, Argus daycare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pin the cuffs on the criminal. <laughs> well, look, here's the thing. It's highly unlikely they'd both die in the same instance. So I'm I just saying, you know, if either Diggle or Lila goes, the other one should stop doing the dangerous stuff. <laughs> Because <laughs> that'll happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember, Diggle's still atoning. He can't just stop that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For his daughter. Or his son. I'm sorry. Damn it, Barry. <laughs> oh, Barry. Barry, you strike again. <laughs> oh, even I don't know what timeline we're in anymore. <laughs> well, at the time of this recording, we were in one. <laughs> See now I wish recording Diggles his baby. (laughs) (laughs) See now I really wish we had had that (laughs) where's Tommy moment with Barry. (laughs) Yeah, he's been part of Team Arrow ever since I learned about you guys. (laughs) Why do you keep calling me Barry? My name is Larry. (laughs) (sighs) So um you know, I mentioned her in passing, but what do you guys think of the uh, the new Black Canary? Yeah, I think that's another case of not enough screen time, honestly. Yeah, I think for like right out of the shoot, she's a pretty well developed uh, character. Uh, usually, when they introduce someone new, it takes them a while to get as far along as she is. So I don't know if it's the actress she's selling it, or just they actually put some thought into writing her, but it. It's working. I feel like she. It feels like she's been around for a couple of seasons. Yeah, well, that is a fair point. She just slid into Laurel's place. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's that. You know? Yeah, I mean, I I like I like the little bits of development with her. I do hope, like in future seasons, like if they're going to keep her around, that they definitely do like a lot more serious development. Like I'd like to know. A whole lot more like uh, her just like personal background and things like that i know we've gotten like the snapshot of it just from like what what we've been told i do like the fact that she's a meta i do like the fact that like and, and it kind of sucked that it happened at the end of the season that like we finally got the canary collar back where uh you know he he had made like the focusing uh device or whatever for her voice i was just like god day late and a dollar short why did nobody think of this like way earlier so I am happy to see those things. I think I think out of all of the characters, she's the one with probably the most potential for growth in the future. I will agree with that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that too. I just really hope a no torrid affair with Diggle, and b <laughs> yeah. uh, that they they give her. They need to decide what they're doing with the whole canary idea. And if the idea is going to be that Laurel eventually Earth Two Laurel becomes Black Canary, then just get rid of. What's her name? Uh, it's Dinah, isn't it? Uh, yeah, get rid yeah, of yeah. Dinah just right away, because I don't want to play around anymore, and I don't want any more of this shell game. But, you know, I would rather she stays, because like I said, I think that this character actually makes some sense. Like, she would be a good partner for Ollie. And yes, I do still expect for him to eventually get with a Black Canary, so... <laughs> I, think, which one. I think she's a good candidate for that. Well, yeah. Two out of three ain't bad, kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, you got two choices at this point, Ollie. 
You choose the badass detective or the goth girl. Right. It's not complicated. Right. Well, or they could always decide Sarah's the real one. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. And another black canary next season. What about Curtis? Curtis has had some development this season. And, and he's, even though he technically was introduced last season, uh, he's, he's part of the recruits this season. Yeah. Uh, I think I liked him more last season. The only two, my only two complaints about Curtis are the personality-wise. I love him. Like I said, I think he's the he's Felicity's Felicity. Mm-hmm. But I, one, I don't know how he gets his hair ready. Well, wow. uh, that, that, I was just going to mention the hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't buy the the T balls. Uh, that's just way. Those are way too complex and powerful and i don't know with palmer technology but hey you know what like watching him play with his balls <laughs> yeah hey if we if we exist in the same world as star labs you have to stop worrying about real world physics <laughs> stop worrying about his balls just right? accept <laughs> see i like the comic book type elements uh so i'm perfectly fine with that but yeah for me <laughs> And you're going to say the same thing back to me. For me, it's the same problem with Oliver's mascara from season one. There's no way he wipes that stuff off in two seconds. If it's real enough for him to run around with it and to sweat and everything else and it doesn't, like, wipe off, uh, there's no way he can just, like, quick change and suddenly that makeup is off. It, it's the, He carries yeah. those makeup removal wipes, man. They're just they're on his person all the time. Maybe he was born with it. Yeah, that's like war paint, though. That's not like that's not like makeup makeup. That's like war paint makeup. That, that's much yeah, harder. He just though. put skin colored war paint over the dark. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like the Jack Nicholson Joker. Just, at the end of a week, it's just layers, and he's like trying to peel off. It's all, and this also helps uh, when his face is all swollen from being beaten up. <laughs> so then, at the end of the week, you? I fell down the stairs. Then at the end of the week, it's like Mission Impossible, where he just reaches back and just pills the face like oh. <laughs> right yeah i mean like for me i think like i don't know for the first part of the season i got really annoyed with curtis because I, I i agree with ryan like i liked curtis as just curtis like kind of the felicity to felicity like he was like that nerdy guy i like the fact that he he is a character uh within that like lgbtqa like community and so there's like that representation from him the fact that we got to see like you know like he he has real problems like uh you know in in his own marriage and stuff because of his choices things like that like i loved all of that development with him but as far as like action jack like i can fight with these guys like he was horrible at it and it just bugged me for so long i was like dude you are not you are no kung fu master like stop trying to punch things so i did like the fact that like by the like tw- you know in the second half of the season for the most part like he really started to gravitate towards the Okay, I can't punch anything because I'm bad at it, but I'm a tech nerd, and I have tech that I can use to do things. And I have balls. Yeah, I have balls. I have the balls to do it. Uh, So I didn't really like that with the character. I thought that development was really solid for him, and if they continue that path and keeping him as Mr. Terrific, that'll be great. Uh, I, I, I like that personally. Um, just as long as he doesn't go back to trying to kung fu anything, because that clearly doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, it really, though, Curse is getting the stereotypical 
superhero storyline, which, you know, I mean, like, it's it's like going back to old school, like, Spider-Man and stuff, where the love interest is not cool with you doing the superheroics. You know, like, I don't think we've really seen that in the Berlantiverse. Um, you, either the character is not aware that you're a superhero, or they're totally cool with it. Um, so he's he's getting that uh, very classic storyline, which I enjoy. Yeah, Although he's the character whose motivation for being a hero is probably the least well-developed. I mean, all the others have a reason to be on Team Arrow. His is nothing more than a sense of he feels like he can contribute. Yeah. Well, he was mugged that one time. <laughs> well, if that's the case... <laughs> he, he's never going to be mugged again. <laughs> oh, man. I stopped my toe earlier. I'm going to go kill a guy. <laughs> Oh, we haven't talked about Thea yet, or as I say, uh, Miss, I don't really want to be in this show. Uh, <laughs> Go back to the OC. I, I, I'm. I, I felt like Thea has had a charmed life a little bit um, because the natural place for her to have died was last season um, when she uh, was suffering from the need to kill that the Lazarus Pit gave her, and she wasn't going to kill, and it was going to kill her. Then they found the magic juice that, you know, took that all away, and, you know, she was perfectly fine. I don't know why they did that, since from this season, it's very clear that she doesn't want to do the show anymore, since she was gone for, like, half the season. I I, I really feel like she's surplus to requirements now. Does anyone else really care? (laughs) Well, they can't kill all of Ollie's family. Why not? Send her off to college. That's fine. Whatever. But uh, they, I, I disagree with the idea of killing her. There are other ways to write characters out besides. Well, no, death. no. The, this show has well established every year to kill off a character. So <laughs> I'm just saying, instead of Laurel last year, they should have killed off Thea. <laughs> because look, Oliver in the comics doesn't have any family, so that's perfectly fine. We're just putting him closer to his comic book persona. But for a character to just not to just hang around for half a season. She doesn't suit up anymore, except the couple of times that the writers can't decide why not. And, you know, all the, then the, what else does she do? Oh, I can't stand that Ollie's dating someone I don't like, so I'll ruin her life. Well, if he's, and, or the fact that if he's at all effective as a mayor, it's because of her. It sure as hell isn't because of Quentin. Hmm. Well, true. <laughs> um, yeah. But see, that would have been fine if she hadn't, like, disappeared for half the season. You know, yeah. towards the second half. <laughs> Because I would have been like, yeah, she's the rock. She's the one that makes sure that his civilian identity works. But she's not even doing that really anymore. So I don't know. Saying that she's his rock brings up a good point. If she did die, what would that do to Ollie? What would we see then? Well, then he would go to like licking his arrows and, you know. <laughs> I like killing. Going back to Leon, you. Right. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's what it would just be, yeah, we'd be back to season one, Ollie, all over again. I don't know. Killing his mom didn't put him back there. In fact, he chose not to kill Slade. So I, I, don't, I don't think that that would do it. But, but yeah, I mean, I've been kind of flipping about it, but I mean, did, I don't know. What do you guys, I mean, do you guys feel like she actually is necessary to the show anymore i don't feel like she really brings much anymore yeah yeah i yeah i don't think she's necessary but i don't think i think killing her would be a mistake just write her out permanently have her go find roy and the two of them can go live happily ever after she went back to the oc yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i i agree like i i there was nothing capturing about the character this season other than like the points you've already made uh you know it's 
and and even when she does suit up, it's not like she does anything. Like not that much visually that we see on screen. Like she just kind of, haha, I'm wearing red, and like that's the extent of it. And it's just like, great, okay, cool beans, man. You really get the impression when she suits up in the crossover. It's because in her contract it said, "I will be in the crossover." You know, and that's the only <laughs> yeah. reason why she suited up. That. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing is, like, it even came up, like, around, like, the mid-season point this year where uh, a lot of people were like, why aren't we seeing that much of Thea? Like, what's going on? Are you guys trying to write her out? What's what's the story? And like, no, it's just contractually. Like, she just wasn't contracted for a lot of episodes. And I was just like, so what you're saying is that you're slowly but surely writing her out because that's what that sounds like. It sounds like you're just... It, it sounds to me like they would like for her to be on the full season, but she's looking around. I think she's looking for another show. Uh, I think she's bored. So uh, that's why I'm like, hey, if she's looking, guys, then just write her out. Have it be, oh, yeah. whoops, Lee and you blew up and Thea didn't make it. Yeah, let her go. Like, <laughs> just, just let it go. Right. Although, I mean, you know, Alien Invasion, you you suit up. That's just all there is for it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know why that matters any more than, you know, people, like, harming and killing your family, but, you know. Because alien invasion. <laughs> Hello, have you not seen Independence Day? <laughs> no, Barry wrote that one another time. <laughs> that movie never happened. Damn it, Barry. Yeah, he, he needs to get on BBS, Barry. Get on that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh see a queen. Right. Occasionally suits up. Has daddy issues. Oh god, now now Ollie's mom's name is gonna be Martha. <laughs> oh, now everybody's using that name. Why do you all use that name? Don't you know Moira is Canadian for Martha? <laughs> <laughs> In this timeline, Batman and Superman's mothers have different names. Everyone else is Martha. <laughs> So, uh, Diggle, uh, this year had the whole fallout, like we were talking about, where he was, uh, falsely accused for a crime he didn't commit and was on the run for part of it. Then there was the whole issue Join with... team Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> then there was the whole issue with Lila, you know, where he was upset that his wife, who works in the intelligence community, keeps secrets. <gasps> Gasp! <laughs> yeah, I know, and does, and does, it does no, morally no. gray things. Hmm. It's not that she kept secrets; <laughs> it was the action she took. Shame on you for misrepresenting that. <laughs> well, it's no, part of it efficient. was that she didn't tell him about the things that she was doing, and it was like, okay. I mean, that's kind of her job. Yeah, she knew he wouldn't approve. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, but it is also her job not to tell anyone, including her spouse. So, you know, I, I felt like his shock and dismay was a little bit overplayed. Because that, I mean, that is who she, I mean, that is that role. That is the person that has to make the morally gray decisions. Right. But then at the same time, they, they well, I don't know if it's retroactively, but the idea was that she wasn't going to be Amanda Waller. She was going to do it differently, better. And then within the course of, what, two years, she's nearly as bad as the wall. So that, it wasn't the fact that she was keeping secrets. It was the fact that she needed to keep secrets because she was doing things that she knew was wrong. 
Yeah, but... Uh, did she know they were wrong? Because I don't think that she believes that they were wrong. Well, it depends, because in in the Berlantiverse, you know, keeping people in prison without trial isn't wrong we've seen this it's on every show every Every hero does it (laughs) yeah but it is my collection of convicts (laughs) (laughs) i mean what else would you do with a particle accelerator other than store criminals there i don't know catch ghosts come on i love that even though iron heights has been converted to hold metahumans they didn't put black siren there they just decided to leave her in the accelerator which is why prometheus was able to break her out (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah what i give the show at least credit for addressing it maybe they had to address it through argus rather than through Barry and all that because then suddenly suddenly they're bad guys although joe has brought it up a time or two but yes i don't know they, they need to learn that you you can't just leave people you know locked up forever without bathrooms and trials <laughs> do you think they feed them i don't see ever, well, anyone ever eating we know they still have king shark what what you don't know about those containment units is that they secretly are they're magic. So they yeah. they poo and it disappears. They want oh. food and it just appears. Like it's just yeah. it's magic. It's like the metahuman. It's like the metahuman power saying. dampeners. They just have the bathroom power dampener so that you just never need to go. <laughs> no, they have bathrooms, but I'm just totally unrelated. Never go to Earth Eleven. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> because it all it's all going to Earth Eleven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the poo world. <laughs> A- am I missing a reference here? No, no, I'm just saying they're in the particle accelerator. When they go to the bathroom, it just gets dumped on you know, pun intended, on Earth Eleven. Okay. So never go to Earth Eleven. Okay. <laughs> that was a pretty crappy joke. <laughs> no. uh, bravo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think Ryan's crown needs to pass hands. <laughs> I think Anthony is yeah, the king of trolls. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, what did you guys think, Anthony or James? Diggle should have known. Diggle should have known there's bad things happening. Yeah, I really don't understand how you run Argus and you don't do shady stuff. I mean, there's no way to do something that is just the perfectly right answer. Sometimes you're just choosing between less bad solutions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no way, like, an organization such as Argus runs the way it had for many, many years. And then, like, in the immediate switch of a new director, it's like a total reversal. Like, it just doesn't work that way. It didn't even work that way in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I mean, like, we we even saw something like that where, like, in, you know, a change in the director didn't really change the way everything ran. Like, things still ran that way because it's just the process. Like, it's... Yeah, the wheels are already in motion. Yeah, like, you can't just... Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't just reverse years and years of of policy um, immediately. Unless you're certain, you know, orange orangutans in the world. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those where... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I I still always like Diggle. And I've got a friend of mine who always... His big reference is he's just like, so this is what they do. And I'm like, all right. And he goes, so, John Diggle becomes a Green Lantern. And I'm like, I, I mean... Yeah, but no. Like, that's not an immediate solution to all of the issues. I I don't know. I don't know that I like 
I liked Lila before. I don't like Lila now. I'm like, because mm. she went from being like a, a military, like moral person. Like she understood that sometimes the job was dirty and sometimes you had to do things you didn't want to do. But that was a sometimes thing. Mm-hmm. And now that she's in charge of Argus, it's more of an all the time thing. And she just accepted that. That doesn't make any kind of sense to me. Yeah. Like anybody who comes from really any background, even military, where, like, things are, de- like, like you have this belief system, you don't just change your whole belief system immediately upon entry into a new position. Like, it doesn't work that way. So, I, it, I, it's hard for me to believe that there wasn't a struggle, and we never see that struggle at all, and maybe that's because Barry changed the timeline. I don't know. <laughs> this is who Lila's <laughs> always been, James. Right? Like, Wait, she's just always, like, Lila. just cold-hearted like i just make the hard choice john deal with it um there's aspects aspects of john like i i legitimately was kind of in the ballpark of like i think their their marriage could end and i think it's it's a realistic possibility that it does and i'm actually okay with it like it's a logical conclusion point but like now they're just in this weird limbo area where it's like okay well you make bad choices and do horrible things i'm trying to be a better person and atone for my sins and we're just gonna never speak about any of this again and try to be functional parents like i that's the (laughs) underpinnings of a great marriage (laughs) (laughs) and alcohol they're going to make it work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by just never talking this will become the new Oliver <laughs> makes sense uh, I uh, I love Diggle I, I always call him my Jiminy Cricket because he's always there to tell everyone the right thing so um, I, <laughs> I I really do enjoy him I don't like the drama with Lila I did think I don't know I thought his outrage was a little too I mean, unless she thought that she was just going to do, like, the Waller stuff on a very temporary basis until somebody else took over. You know, I don't see how they thought it was ever going to go a different way. Um, Because I don't think you can run Argus, um, you know, without having to make some questionable decisions. Sure. You know, I I think I could have bought the outrage if he just overacted it. <laughs> if he barrel in the crowd, just start chewing the scenery, Jeremy Irons style. Channel your inner Shatner, <laughs> Lila. How could you do this to me? <laughs> and then rip your shirt, and then like get down on your knees and like go. Well, you're like your arms are kind of shaking near your chest. Lila. <laughs> And then he goes and sleeps with Dina. Yeah. You know? Just Dina? <laughs> Dina, Felicity, Thea, Some the reporter woman. That, that's it right there, right? Though I mean, Diggle has Season always six. been... Yeah. <laughs> they, further adventures of Ollie. But that's... Diggle has always been kind of the moral center of the group. He's the mm. compass. If Diggle thinks it's wrong, it's yeah. wrong. And... You, think about that. If Ollie killed his own brother, yeah, he would have one episode of remorse and then he'd sleep <laughs> with someone and it'd all be good again. You know? <laughs> Diggle goes through a series long arc where he's got to come to atonement with this. So I trust his judgment when he's got a problem with what Lila's doing. Yeah. No, I mean, that's not the issue. I have the, my issue is just that he's shocked that this has happened. Only because he expected better of her. Yeah. I don't know. 
I, I mean, really, the solution is for her to not be the director. Because I don't think you can do that job without it. Well, that is the job has to be done that way. I mean, yes, you can't change it overnight, but the question is, was Lila trying at all to change no. it? I don't know. When the whole job description is shady government organization, you know, black <laughs> ops government organization. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, what is she going to do? Make it all public? I mean, you know. How does one even become leader? I mean, she inherited the position, more or less. So is there a Senate confirmations for this? What? You know? <laughs> is there a vote? It's, it's so here? secret, the government doesn't know about it either. It's just basically whoever, whoever when the previous director is gone, somebody new just is like, I'm director. And that might be it. Maybe Lila wants to quit, but the only way for her to quit is to die. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's like the Hunger Games. I volunteer as tribute! <laughs> oh, man. Although, you know, that would be one change I wouldn't mind Barry making, is if suddenly Waller's back and it's a different actress. Yes. Oh, please, Barry. Please. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, make it Viola Davis yeah. from the Suicide Squad because that was like the only good part of that movie was her as Waller I actually could have believed her as Waller oh there was so much good about her performance in that but I mean just someone who isn't bland pretty woman that they had yeah. on Arrow I mean they're it was in CW. Uh, yeah I mean <laughs> I, I actually kept expecting that to happen that we find out that the person who died is actually like Waller's stand in and there's really a true Amanda Waller behind the scenes which I thought would be a very Waller thing to do. And I was hoping for that to happen, but it didn't, so I don't go in there. It's still possible, and then, you know, like, Lila has to step down, and then her and Diggle go back to Pleasantville, and everything's just kosher again. <laughs> Pleasantville? <laughs> with, with Don with Knotts? and Thea as neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is Tommy I see? Um, so, uh, we haven't, (laughs) um, we haven't talked about, uh, Oliver yet, uh, much. I liked his arc this season. I I liked that, how do I put this? I always love Stephen Amell's acting. You know, I love the way that Oliver is always, like, just one step away from being, like, completely, like, annoyed at every situation. I think that he does that really well. (laughs) Hey, Ollie. (laughs) The way he looks, the way that he carries himself, it's just so... It's just so much fun, especially when they give him such colorful characters to play off of. To have Oliver always look, like, annoyed and put off. Like, the whole thing, like, with Arrow Cave, and he's like, we're not calling it that. Or, like, metahumans, <laughs> we're not calling them that. Hey, Ollie, we're having coffee. Oh, I'll handle it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he comes across as someone who's getting no sleep. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oliver's a parent. <laughs> oh my god, Barry. Well, he is. <laughs> he's, a, well, he's a vigilante slash parent slash mayor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it always feels like. Like, it feels like, like, and uh, maybe that's what, like, kind of, like, for me, I didn't really, I didn't enjoy a lot of this season until, like, the end and i mean that was thing like one thing with oliver like in particular was like it always felt like he was just sitting like like he was babysitting the muppet beast 
<laughs> that happened to be hyper violent right. and like and just couldn't get them to do whatever he wanted them to do it was just like oh my god like he reminded me of my mom just sitting there like with her eyes closed rubbing her temples just like i'm not gonna kill them i'm not gonna kill them it'll all work yeah, out yeah <laughs> i liked the fact that he was how do i put this um he, he you know the, i liked how they showed him as mayor that when he did focus on being the mayor that he was actually a pretty good mayor you know yeah. um i liked how they handled the gun episode which was oh, oh yeah. there were so many ways that that could have gone bad so many ways that they could have misstepped with that and i think that was about the most even-handed approach that they could have taken to that episode you know, I like the fact that he's learned that, you know, violence isn't necessarily the way out of a situation. You know, I mean, with that gunman, you know, he's like, I'm going to talk to him, you know, and he and he does that. And I really liked that. I, I really thought that Oliver and then with the confrontation with Chase and going through the whole thing where he needs to get his son back and all of, you know, the whole process, I felt like Oliver has progressed as a character to the next level so that he can maybe be a whole person moving forward because that's that's been kind of the thing and they, they said like there was always a five-year plan for arrow and i feel like that that part has actually come through pretty well that he started as this broken individual and finally after five years he's figured it out and if the show had ended with any everything but the explosion part the rest of the, <laughs> that finale <laughs> if the show had ended at that point I would have been like, that was satisfying. You know, that was a good ending. So I was pretty happy with the development for Oliver this season. And, you I, know, I if feel... he's... Uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, if he's the Batman of the Berlantiverse, it felt like he'd finally reached that level mm. where he could be, you know, in the sense of uh, just experience and um, tutelage and leadership. He'd finally reached it. Yeah, the one good thing I felt about the flashbacks was that they showed how... He basically fractured as a person five years ago, just before he came to Star City. And now he's finally, like, become a whole person again. Realized that I'm not two people, I'm one person. Which is something Batman has never done. <laughs> so, <laughs> so actually, he surpassed Batman in that area. <laughs> he's more... Oliver Queen is more emotionally mature than Bruce right. Wayne. That's saying something. <laughs> So we have the return of Slade. Yes. I cheered. <laughs> I cheered. I, I've, oh God, last year we didn't even have one episode with Slade. It was awful. That's why last season sucked. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, even third season we got one episode with Slade and that wasn't really all that great either. And it was still better than the rest of that season. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, what did you guys think with that? Does, did anyone think that Slade was selling Oliver out? Uh, I did not. No. no. I don't think anyone bought it. I mean, if he was, was still on Mirakuru or something, maybe. But he, no, I had nothing about it. Now, uh, it Boomerang well didn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boomerang was no surprise, but Slade wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about well, that the thing for a is, second. Their Boomerang is Wait, so lame. <laughs> I don't care about Boomerang at all. Um,. I think in some ways it would be nice if he got to be on The Flash, but then I look at that guy and I'm like, oh, he's just so boring. 
<laughs> what do you do? I throw boomerangs. It's not the, not the problem. I like Captain Boomerang just fine accent. as a character. Oh, sorry. I'll throw boomerangs, mate. <laughs> I like Captain Boomerang just fine as a character in the comics. I even thought, even though they gave us trailer park Captain Boomerang and Suicide Squad, I thought he was at least fun. No, I just... Uh, I don't know. I, I I think he could be a lot more interesting than how they depict him. You could he just was write just... him off and nothing would have changed. Yeah, he was the expendable yeah. in the final episode, final couple of episodes. So, just there because if they didn't have, if they had Slade but not Boomerang, some nerd, someone on some podcast like us would be, well, what about Boomerang? I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You know what they didn't show you at the end of the episode was he put that landmine on his boomerang and threw it. <laughs> but because it's a boomerang, it just came right back. So. Well, that's just it. Like as soon as I saw him like approaching Merlin, I was like, I know exactly how this played out. Even though like Merlin's a terrible person, it's because of that that saved him. Boomerang got too close. He grabs boomerang. Thrown down on top of the landmine. Boomerang's dead. And then he just single-handedly slayed the henchman. And Merlin's fine. Because this guy can't die. Like, he's impossible to kill. Yeah, he's you really magician. gotta hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Merlin, uh, yeah, I mean, there's the thing. Barrowman's been saying, oh, I'm done. But if he was really done, we would have seen the explosion. I, I think that there's shenanigans being played there. I, I'm pretty sure the explosion was off-screen because Merlin's fine and well. And uh, he'll turn up... Completely unrelated explosion, too. <laughs> yeah, I think once Barrowman decides that he needs a few more bucks, you know, he'll he'll show up and... <laughs> or they do another musical episode. We'll go through having Thea... Please don't do that, Ryan. But we'll have, <laughs> we'll, we'll have Thea, you know, go through the whole... Oh, Daddy is issues. he my father? He's my father, but I don't think he's a good person. And can I care about him, or can't I care about him? Does that make me a bad person? I hope you die, Dad. Why are you standing on that landmine? Don't die. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I get the whole thing of being upset that your father is a bad person, but it's like seriously, Thea, you've mind. known this for over two years now. You should have come to some peace with it by now. Yeah, why didn't she talk to her therapist about it and explain that her dad was a supervillain who killed a third of the city? Gosh. She, she was talking to her therapist, but, you know, Barry. <laughs> her therapist is now a rabbit. <laughs> or always was a rabbit. Always was a rabbit, yes. I mean, really, truthfully, it's just a wonder she stayed off the drugs. Yeah, well, has she? We don't know what <laughs> uh, she's been doing. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> she's been gone for weeks. <laughs> we don't know where Ollie called her out of. She could have been like in some like uh, opium Halfway den house. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. She's been in rehab. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. Have a thirty-day chip now. <laughs> you know, I'm just imagining the scene from the beginning of the movie, the Sh- the shadow, where. He's like just smoking on the uh, on the, uh, the 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 hashish, you know, <laughs> in the opium <laughs> den. That's Thea there with like the hair like all long and ragged and everything. The nails out to like the length of your uh, hand, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway. Um, <laughs> all right, so 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 we we had an explosion. All of Team Arrow, except for Ollie, was on the island. Who who are we putting in the death pool? Those that wanted more money. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, I'm going to say it right now. 
Felicity, come on, Felicity. <laughs> I hope you die. No, um, William's mother, I think, is dead. Flat out. I, I don't think she's mm. the... I don't think she counts as a death for the show, but I think William's mother's dead. Because mm. she was even talking about going back to look for him and everything. Um, I don't think she was even near the shore when the explosion happened. And I think next season, Ollie's going to have to be not only the mayor, not only a superhero, but also <laughs> a father. Uh, and I think that's going to be how they vary it up. <laughs> I, I don't think she's dead because as long as she's there, it makes a perfect you know love triangle. Even though he's not really in a relationship with her, mm. but anyone Ollie, it's sees, not really a triangle either. <laughs> well, you throw it's more like an isosceles. <laughs> you know, I was about to say it's more like a septagon when it comes to Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just you know she's just too easy for drama. Uh. I don't know, we'll see. I mean, but who who of the characters... Somebody's going to die. I don't believe for a second that the, no okay, one Felicity, dies. All right. Captain Boomerang. <laughs> Alright, Felicity counts because she's a regular, so that's Anthony's <laughs> vote. Uh, James, who do you think's going to die? Um, so for sure, Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Like, I just, I, for sure, he's gone. Right. Um, if I had to go... I, I think no. I agree. I think I think the uh, the Williams mom. I think she's gone, um, and mostly that's because like I I heard some stuff on the internet about the fact that Oliver is going to have like like a big part of the new next season is going to be his relationship with William. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, "Mom's dead. He's got to raise a kid. Oh, it's going to be interesting." Um, <laughs> Because I was just like, you already just have bad habits. So what are you going to teach your kid? Great. Um, teach him how to kill. How a to guy. drink and sleep with women. Is kinky. Angst. Leave him on an island for five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. tough love, son. <laughs> you can scare your mom's skeleton the whole time. Oh. Um, Let's I think see. that's your mom's skeleton. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of on board with like no more Felicity, and that's the thing is like it, it's not that I have a problem with the character in any way, shape, or form, but I think it would shape a really great narrative towards building towards what the comic and with him having a relationship. Well, obviously in this universe, either with Goth Canary or other Canary. So I think that would like push that narrative one way or the other very well. And I think at the last moment, John Diggle becomes a Green Lantern. That's about it. That's, that's... Okay, I feel like I need to address this because this isn't the first time that I've heard this. Usually when I hear it, people are like, we find out that really Diggle isn't his last name and that it's Stewart. And Stuart, then he becomes yeah. a Green Lantern because he's John Stewart. Wait, John Stewart? That guy from The Daily Show? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's exactly who we're talking about, Anthony. He's a Green Lantern, did you know, know that? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> John Stewart's a Green Lantern. He just doesn't do it on the show. But anyway. Um, Explains why neither of them are fun. <laughs> um, so, uh, the problem is, there's no way they're going to have the Green Lantern on Arrow. Because the power set is so far beyond what Ollie's capable of. It would... And the it would render useless for his own show. Right, exactly. So even though I've heard like for two or three years now, people say that, I, I, you know, I, I and I'm fine with him being Jiminy Cricket. I am perfectly okay with Diggle just being the guy on Ollie's shoulder who's always telling him right from wrong. That's good. 
I'm fine with keeping him that way. And now that he's not well, trying I, to be I'm Magneto, to be the Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that stupid. Hey, Aldi, look what I can do! That stupid helmet. <laughs> and he's been the Green Lantern all this time. <laughs> or Barry, one of the two. You know. <laughs> that that stupid Magneto helmet. I'm so glad they ditched it. But anyway. Oh, come on, just think about it. Uh, hey, hey, take. What are your powers? I can do whatever I want, Barry. <laughs> I, I have a boxing glove on an arrow. <laughs> you know, okay, maybe, yeah, maybe he has been Green Lantern this whole time, but he just has no imagination. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the ring, he just can't think of anything to do with it. <laughs> bullets, bullets, bullets. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. See, with the Green Lantern ring, you could just hold your hand up and go pew, 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 and actually shoot stuff. <laughs> Now, I, I, if they were going to ever make him John Stewart, it would just be in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Ryan, who who are we putting in the die? By the way, I'm shocked that James didn't say Renee as the person that he wanted to blow up on the <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I really <laughs> right, think right. he'll die. All right, Ryan. Honestly, I'm not sure. I'm not feeling it for any of them, like in, in the sense that their stories were done. Mm. Uh, so maybe that's what makes it more poignant if they do die i mean obviously you know what are we calling our evil lynn yeah. uh she she could be i don't think mom's gonna die uh william's mother because it, well for the previous reasons i said but also because william knows that oliver is his father so he's gonna have that relationship one way or the other you just you can't say hey i'm your dad you were kidnapped because of me and now i'm gonna kill someone in front of you and all that other nonsense and then like see ya <laughs> <laughs> Go back into hiding. And, Daddy will see you in 18 years. Exactly. And Arrow was, and the hood was way cooler than the Flash. You, know? <laughs> you were wrong, boy. <laughs> um, Diggle is probably not. Although, if any of them were close to completion, it would be him. I don't think it's going to be Curtis because... Uh, I, I don't... <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, it's a horrible thing for me to bring up, but we do have two black regulars on this show, (laughs) which Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has taught us is one too many. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, but I'm thinking... I'm a horrible person for saying that. I'm speaking from Hollywood standpoint, people, not mine. (laughs) But again, from the Hollywood standpoint, he's black and gay. So, I don't know. (laughs) Renee, I guess, is probably uh, a safe bet, just, just insofar as story uh where was quentin when it all went down uh, he wasn't oh no he was he was uh, and we haven't talked about quentin he, he's the character that i forgot oh, yeah. About. yeah i could see it being quentin too you know here's the interesting thing about quentin with regard to black siren he's the only character she's been genuinely nice to and i really think that on her earth her dad died possibly when she was very young because i think that there was at real remorse from her when she had to get him because she kept apologizing about it and acting like she was not happy about it was being forced into doing it so whereas she's just been shown to be like a total you know, I mean, she she's had no remorse about anything else that she's yeah. done. That's the only relationship that she, she seems to have legitimately gotten. So, I don't know, maybe a death for the father might actually be a reason for... Because we know she's coming back as a regular. She's the only yeah. one I'm sure we're going to see next season is Black Siren. So... Maybe maybe that could be a catalyst for her. I'll, that, yeah, that could start her on the path to redemption. Although I would hate to see Paul Blackthorne go because um, oh, yeah. I, I love him on the show. Although he hasn't had a whole lot to do this season either. I mean, he went back to drinking, which almost seems like the writers... 
it made sense because his daughter died, but at the same time, yeah. it felt like we've been here before. Well, it's because he was hanging out with Thea. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. They couldn't kill the mayor because it's Ollie, so they, right. they'll kill the you know, the deputy mayor because the de- mayor also has to die every season. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is hey, part of the you want to be mayor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's really hard because I know that the writers have their preferences as well. And I did read where they said that as far as they're concerned, they're never going to kill off Thea. So I don't even normally I would say Thea because, you know, I I think that for them to finally catapult Ollie to where he needs to be, she needs to die. But that could be like right after the last episode. I mean, who knows? Um, So uh, of the people that are left... Mm. I guess I do have to go. I'm going to go with um, Lance. Uh, I I think that his time might be up, Quentin. Because, yeah, I I don't see any of the other... Felicity's too popular. Mm -hmm. Diggle, I think, is is so tied into the heart of this show since day one that that would be as dramatic as killing Ollie himself. Oh, uh, uh, Dinah is also a possibility. I think that'd be a waste. Yeah, I think that would be a waste, too. But, I mean, it would at least take care of the the problem of two canaries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she went down a coal mine. <laughs> oh boy! But um, yeah. I don't know. See, I'm seeing it as somebody runs with the mom back into the island to look for William, and then blows up with the mom. Everybody else jumps into the water and is saved. So I I don't know. I mean, I, I would think Felicity, but there's no way they're killing Felicity. I mean, as far as just from the way the conversations were going, it seemed like Felicity was having the most to do with the mom. But uh, they're not killing Felicity. Oh, it, it's just not going to happen. Oh, there's one other, but if they were to, it would hurt me. But it could be Nissa. Ooh, yeah, I, I don't want Nissa to die either. <laughs> but it would free up Ollie to get married again. Yeah, this is a sham marriage. I still don't even understand why Nissa does. I think it's cute. I think that it's cute that she refers to him as her husband and everything and like acts like they're well. married, but it was a sham and neither of them actually wanted it. So When the League of Assassins marries you, you're married. <laughs> you have to assassinate somebody to get out of it. Oh, so it's a lot like me and my wife's yes. own agreement. Until one of us kills the other, right. it's all good. <laughs> it's a pact. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that pretty much covers this season of Arrow. Um, Ryan, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? Not particularly. I just I love that they seem to have caught their vibe again, mm. and that they're you know back on the right track. Uh, first half of it eh. second half of it yeah and so just more for next season uh anthony was there anything that uh you want to talk about that we haven't uh not particularly like i really enjoyed this more than the past two seasons i'm surprised you didn't bring up that uh it's better than watching a, a strip mall tai chi instructor <laughs> that, oh god <laughs> Oh, for those who do, I, mean, I, I could spend probably like five hours talking about how much I hate that guy. <laughs> for those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Anthony has uh, gained some notoriety for referring to Iron Fist as the strip mall tai chi instructor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. He is like the budget bargain bin green arrow. <laughs> He's the white guy that went off and you know to. So like, not, not he didn't even leave the country. He just no, no. 
<laughs> this guy was on that boat with Ollie, <laughs> but his journey was less remarkable. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he washed up on shore. He didn't see anyone. He just kind of sat there for five years. <laughs> hey, where's everyone? <laughs> oh, you know what, Nathan? What? I did just want to real quick say that I love Dolph Lundgren this season mm. in the flashback. Mm, yeah, Delphine. they definitely they definitely got a little star power there. Um, I actually really like Anatoly. Yes, I, I, I love any time that they bring him back into it, and I like the fact that there was some legitimate for because that's the thing I always had a problem with with the whole Bratva thing is that Ollie never does anything for them. I'm like, there's only so much that you know. I got you off the island is going to do before the criminal organization is like, you know, that was great, and we've given you some freebies. All you do is do <laughs> right. I know exactly. <laughs> We weren't all on the island. No right, yeah, exactly. It's like, so yeah, Anatoly feels some gratitude, but, you know, it's time to play with the team, you know. So, I, I like that they addressed that, and I thought that it was, you know, I mean, I mean, it kind of fell out the way that it had to, um, where they're yeah. kind of uh. not in a good place with each other, but at the same time, you know, I'm glad that they didn't leave it as they're at war with each other. It's a cold war. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I really enjoyed the flashbacks this I was not as bored yeah it was definitely better than the last two years I mean Hong Kong was the absolute worst oh my god that was like yes. two episodes worth of flashbacks expanded out into 22 episodes it was like oh let's watch paint dry okay that was the one good thing that came of it is Shadow's twin sister because no I mean I would love to have had Shadow back but not that way <laughs> no, I don't know that actress they can bring her back whenever they want to I, I'm totally okay with it it was triplets you know? <laughs> you know if there's one thing Barry does for us <laughs> right oh oh yeah um, Flashpoint um, Shadow doesn't die it's okay Shadow doesn't die but everyone else does <laughs> Ollie's like what wait and he looks down he just disappears <laughs> oh, there's this beautiful meme where it's uh, just Barry standing there and he's like it's just like his face in the frame and, it's, and the text is that looks like a nice timeline over there it'd be a shame if someone wrecked it <laughs> You know, that meme was yeah. in the old time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be in the next. You know? What won't? Yeah. Huh? All right. All right. <laughs> I know it's Finkel. All right, so Jane. So let's continue this podcast about Supergirl. You know? <laughs> <sighs> All right, um, James. I really like Diana Prince as Supergirl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She, she should get a movie someday. <laughs> it's probably Marvel's best there, creation. There was a couple of years ago going to be a Wonder Woman TV show on the CW that got nixed before they ever like even filmed the pilot. So you know, just I don't think it's the CW. Just the timeline to the left. You talking about the? You talking about the Adrian? Padalecki yeah, but that's the one? NBC one. Or no, no, no. But there was another one that was going to be like an Arrow type uh, version where it was like a young Wonder Woman. Um, that was just oh. coming to Man's oh. World, and she was a teenager. It was going to be very much that sort of small villish, arrowish. Like this is the superhero before they've actually like become a superhero kind of thing. But uh, but yeah, no, that one never even got a pilot. The NBC one got a pilot, 
Mm. Um, but yeah. uh, which I've seen, and it was awful. Which was sad because she was great as Wonder Woman, but the script was just atrocious. But yeah. um, <laughs> all right, so James, uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about with Arrow? No, I mean overall, I think I think this season was definitely better than last season because I just wanted to punch Damian Dark in the face <laughs> he was, and the writers, he was so but uh, like I was, it was just so bad. Um, so I mean, overall, it was definitely better. Like- budget jeremy irons <laughs> well and the thing is is like i think the legends of tomorrow did a way yes. better job of making damian dark like a much more imposing figure and everything like really utilizing the character but yeah i mean overall just like chew the scenery the whole time <laughs> the best way possible yes yeah. Him um, and together <laughs> right but yeah uh overall like it's not a terrible season there's a <laughs> lot of things that i would have preferred to be better in this season but um i think now that we're getting away from flashbacks uh god thank you that we're getting away from flashbacks the next season will immediately be an improvement just on the basis until barry ruins everything and next season is nothing but flashbacks <laughs> I, I was worried for a bit that they would just move the flashbacks forward and then we'd be like flashing back to like these are hidden adventures from season one that you never saw before but the writers have said no at you know there are no more flashbacks after the fifth season so i i'm pretty happy with that the other thing i think that was an improvement for this season was i'm really glad we didn't have merlin like in every other episode I think Merlin works best when he shows up sporadically. Works best at a distance. Right, yeah. exactly. Like, the last couple of seasons, it's been like Merlin has been in just about every episode, and I feel like it's been too much. So, yeah, when he actually showed up at the end here, I enjoyed it, because he hadn't been in Arrow. Yeah, he had been in Legends, but he hadn't been interacting with these characters all season, so I think it worked a lot better. Yeah. Um, and the less said about his flash appearance, the better. But anyway, <laughs> uh, musicals. Anyway, so yeah, that's. I think that's a wrap for season five of Arrow. Um. Oh, any predictions for season six other than the death pool that we already discussed? Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, Captain Boomerang will be back. He always comes back. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> like a boomerang. I don't, I don't no, they get rid of him every episode and he'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, James, uh, anything you uh, either want to see or something you expect to see next season? I'm definitely interested and I want to see, uh, for sure, like a development between uh, Oliver and his son. Um, hmm. Because that's always been like kind of an uh, like an undershadowed thing, right? Like it's always been just beneath the surface because we knew he had a son um and i always felt like it was just a matter of time before um he became directly involved somehow in, in within oliver's arrowverse um you know kind of existence um i definitely want to see more development out of the current black canary i think I, I really like the actress in general, so I, I really think like if they just give her something uh, to work with, like she can add a lot of levity to the character. But I'm kind of with you, as you said, like way earlier on in the cast, that they kind of need to make a decision on what they're doing with the Canary character in general. Like, are we going to replace her? Um, you know, is the Black Canary going to be you know the or, or whatever she is, <laughs> Black Moral, Siren, Lance. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, you know, is she gonna, you know, essentially like go from bad to good and become the new canary, or like what? What's their idea? So I definitely want to see them clear some of those things up. Um, you know, make a decision with the Olicity thing because I'm really just tired of the back and forth with it. Like either they are or they aren't. Make a choice. This isn't a soap opera. Sorry for the language. <laughs> yeah, how dare There's you say soap one. opera? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I, I would echo that. I'd like to see more interactions with William. Uh, I think the team dynamic is kind of coalescing, so you know they could explore that some more. And then, of course, they fool us all. There are no more Ollie flashbacks, but now we begin Slade flashbacks of just playing solitaire while trapped in that cell for the past <laughs> couple of years. <laughs> oh. oh, and more Talia. They do okay. something. They explore Talia. Okay. Uh, I definitely want more Slade, um, especially now that it seems like they've relaxed the restriction that, oh, anything that the movies are going to touch on or do anything with, you can't have in any of the Berlanti shows. Um, I want Slade back as a reoccurring character from time to time. I mean, the Shannara Chronicles, you know, is only a 10-episode season, so he should have time to show up on Arrow. So, uh, hoping for more with him. I hope we get some play out of the uh, Helix organization, some explanation for what's going on there. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. And, yeah, I guess I guess that's about it. There was something else, but I've lost it. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> thanks, Barry. Yeah, thanks, Barry. <laughs> I'm just going senile. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, that's a wrap on the Arrow podcast um so why don't we say goodbye and let people know where they can find you so anthony why don't you lead off uh goodbye they know where you can find me <laughs> aside from Short my couch sweet. um <laughs> you know you want to come over bring your pizza and some beer and give you my address i brought dr pepper and that was acceptable that that was acceptable there was also pizza so yes i yes <laughs> really oh. i don't know I, I i have a twitter that i don't use that that's really about it I might have to uh, do something about that. All right. So, uh, James, why don't you say goodbye and let people know where they can find you? Yeah, so people can find me out there at um, RomanOnTheRocks.com. Um, the site is in process. It's there. There's nothing really posted. It's happening soon. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, tomorrow um, I will actually have my intro so I can start actually getting my podcasts put together and posted. Uh, so that'll be happening. But otherwise, uh, find me at RomanOnTheRocks at, uh, on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, I post all kinds of random stuff there. All right. And Ryan, why don't you say goodbye and let people know where they can find you? <laughs> why do you keep telling me to tell the internet bye? I just said, uh, say goodbye. <laughs> I didn't say to whom. Just say goodbye. Fine. Fair enough. Okay. No, I won't. Okay, right, fine. Goodbye. <laughs> Your time me. is up. Hey, hey, you know what, mister? At least do the Jeopardy theme. <laughs> If you're gonna, or if you're gonna play me off orchestra something, yeah. Uh, Geek Stranger, yes, geekstranger.com, or on Tech Geek Stranger, and from there you can find Facebook and everything. Check out my website or don't, whatever. I'm, you know, the views will won't change like by that much. All six of them. <laughs> That's okay. You've made wow. your one post for the year, so you're good until yeah. next year. <laughs> well, I'm, I've already bought tickets to see Spider-Man twice for this weekend, so I expect to write something there. And I've got something for Transformers I'm going to put up. I just need to, like, edit it. <laughs> Are they still making those movies? <laughs> <laughs> it was something else. And I'll tell you all about it on my website, geeksranger.com. 
I don't have the internet. <laughs> what is this internet you speak of? <laughs> Barry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and by the remembered what I was forgetting, uh, I want to see Calculator back next season because he just kind of disappeared... Uh, I, I think maybe the Felicity's mom told him off or something at the end of the fourth season, but I didn't really expect it to be gone, gone. So, you know, especially with Helix probably playing uh, a major factor next season, I could certainly see them working his character into it. And I thought he was actually something that uh, made Felicity a little more interesting rather than the mom who makes me want to shit myself. So. That's what I'm saying. Would you want him back if you had to have her back as well? No, no, you don't have to have her back. <laughs> <laughs> you can just deal. have him back <laughs> because yeah oh god donna uh just shoot me anytime she's on the screen oh <laughs> that was see see james that's a clear way this season was better than last season that they did not have donna smoke oh can you imagine if black siren found her father dating donna <laughs> uh, please no. <laughs> Could you imagine if she became the new Black Canary? <laughs> Immediate improvement. <laughs> no, Barry. Barry's gonna do it now. <laughs> uh, what we should do every season just have the Flash run back in time at the beginning of the season, so they can just do a reboot yes. every season. <laughs> Or even oh, better, like, have him, like, like, change time, and then something terrible like that, and, and then him be like, oh, God, I have <laughs> well, to this. is the timeline now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops, my timeline powers have ran out. You're stuck. Sorry. <laughs> Suddenly, Arrow takes place in Riverdale now. <laughs> <laughs> Who says it doesn't already? <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you guys for being on the podcast today wait did i'll you be happy to ruin it anytime for all of you listening i hope that you enjoyed our look back at arrow season five we definitely want to hear from you what did you like what didn't you like what guests have you enjoyed us having on the podcast who would you like to see what kind of topics would you like us to cover just let us know and you can do that by emailing us at everything at 42cast.com, dropping a line on our website, which is 42cast.com. You can drop us a line on Facebook at facebook.com slash 42cast, or you can tweet to us at at 42cast, or you can leave us a review on Stitcher Radio or iTunes. So there's lots of ways to get in touch with us. Let us know what you think, what you like, and, and that will help us to get better. So please do uh, check out the T-Fury website that I mentioned earlier in the podcast. And join us again next week when Clark Gregg will not be joining us. Until then, this is Nathan signing off. You've been listening to The 42 Cast, copyright 2017. Got a question for the ultimate answer? Contact us at everything at 42cast.com. Theme music is Sharper Swords by Brandon Ellis. Check out more of his work at www.cityfires.com. Incidental music is provided with permission by Fur DK.
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network, your station for all things geek, classic, current, and beyond. Be part of the crew at esonetwork.com.